0: Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest, a woman who, who's who got a sense of dress like no other, but she's also holding down the fort when it comes to the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture in the Limpopo province, M.E.C. Tandi Murake. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, M.E.C.
1: Uh, Good evening, Patricia, and uh, evening to your listeners. And also, thank you very much for having taken us uh, back through your song selection. Really, uh, you have taken us back to our roots. You know, the music that you were playing uh, really made us to remember that indeed we need to know who we are as a people.
0: Thank you. That's very important. We need to know who we are, what our history is, and how we can move forward. So we're still celebrating Heritage Month, and, uh, you know, it's very imperative for us uh, to always make sure that our history is in arts and culture is upheld. And we are able to push forward those especially who have our indigenous music and arts and culture and crafts at hand. How are you as the Limpopo province are doing so, MEC? Uh, let me indicate
1: here, Patricia, and to the listeners that, yes, we, we're celebrating this month, which is September, the month that is very significant to us as a province, as a country, where we celebrate our culture, our heritage as a people. And this year, we are celebrating this month under the seed, the year of Charlotte Mateke, celebrating as a South Africa's in, in te, intangible cultural heritage. Um, I want to remind all the viewers, the listeners, that indeed we, we need to work together with government while we celebrate heritage. Yes, we must also not forget where we come from because at the level of government, we are working towards making sure that these celebrations, as we continue to hold them in all the provinces, they help us to foster social cohesion and nation-building in our various communities. So as we continue to continue to celebrate this month of heritage, we must also uh, not be ashamed of expressing ourselves uh, in a manner where we feel comfortable uh, that we needed to do that. Uh, through maybe the languages that we speak, through the the, 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 the outfits that we put on our bodies, and also through the the food that we eat. You know, as, as, as the people of today, you know, I always say to my team that we need to really work hard in as far as uh, inculcating the culture and the heritage of our forebears in the generations that are to come. Because when you look at the current generation, you are told that this is the lost generation. Yes, they are correct, yes, they might not be correct. We might be lost as the current generation because when you look at the way we do things, the way we live, we have allowed the Western way of living to come and, and, and occupy the center stage. While, on the other hand, we are missing an opportunity to be relevant to who we are is the people of the continent of Africa. So I think conversations like this one that we are having with you, Patricia, together with government and you as the media houses can help us to caution our society on the ground to say we need to go back to our roots, we need to go back to our way of living as African people.
0: Very important. Now, I think one of the things that we'd like to know is uh, what sort of programs do you have on the ground in Limbobo to ensure that uh, sports, arts and culture is upheld? And, uh, you know, I'm not only talking about the, you know, the, the conventional sports like soccer and rugby and cricket, but I'm also talking about mm-hmm. things like indigenous games. Um, when I'm talking arts, I'm talking about all the spectrums of arts and also making sure that the rich culture is is uh, being given a spotlight.
1: Yes, On the uh, celebration for this year, remember, we are saying we also need to celebrate our living legends. Uh, As Limpopo, as a department, we also held our own virtual Heritage Day celebration where we celebrated our living legends in the field of uh, literature. We also celebrated our living legends in the field of music you know on that day we held uh, various uh, prominent people in in, in those uh, fields coming all out to engage with with our young people in the province i would give an example of one doctor dr herbert lentswane who's a, who's an author he he was even sharing with our people or our audience on that day that he's almost at the age of 74 years. And even today, he still continues to write and he still wants to encourage other uh, people to continue to, you know, to fall in love with uh, his way of doing things. So those that don't know Dr. Herbert Lezani can easily uh, approach us, us, will link that person with Dr. Herbert so that they can continue to write books in their indigenous languages so that future generations to come can be able to understand that it is not a, a crime for you not to express yourself in your indigenous language you can even write a book in satswana in sepedi in shivenda and those are the kind of conversations that we felt this year's heritage celebration we we needed to to have those 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 uh, celebrations. We are also having young people in the field of creative art space. I'm speaking here, Patricia, about a young man from Skukuni called Frank Ramazesi, who had uh, taken his craft work to Windhoek, Namibia. He has also displayed his uh, work at the New York Fashion Show. He's from Skukuni, the rural Darcy area of Skukuni, He is now training young people in the field of fashion uh, industry because these are the kind of uh, conversations that we felt this year that through our Heritage uh, Month celebration, we need to really have these young people coming to the fore, being assisted by their government to go and tap onto the markets that we have within the BRICS countries so that we can be able to give the the international community the feel of who we are as as the people of Limpopo. So a lot has been done in the field of music. You know, Limpopo has always been topping the charts in the international space. You speak about your Shama Jose, you speak about your Master Keiji, and now we're speaking about Makazi. These are young people, and I'm saying... If we can have young people taking the center stage where they are singing in their own languages, like you see Shoma Josie sing in Shidonga. You, you have Jerusalem song that is sang by Master uh, uh trending all over the world by a young man from Bulobed. So these are the kind of conversations that I'm saying as government as the people we really need to start uh, looking into as we continue to celebrate the, significant, the significance of this month, which is Heritage
0: Month. You know, talking about the music, MEC, uh, it's, it's very exciting to see that the Limbobo province is really uh, topping the charts in most genres of music. But most importantly, so in the traditional music, in the South African Traditional Music Awards nomination ceremony, um, a lot of your artists in Limbobo were nominated. How does that make you feel as a province?
1: Yes, let me indicate here, uh, Patricia and the listeners, that this weekend we were in Pumalanga. We were unveiling the nominees for the 16th South African Traditional Music Awards, wherein we have seen uh, several of our artists from Limpopo, Yoke Ndizamandewele, uh, being nominated, and many more, almost 12 of our uh, artists from Limpopo, have been nominated in that space of the third And we really want to uh, urge our people to continue to vote for for these people from Limpopo because they are really making us proud wherein they are expressing their music through the utilization of their indigenous languages. And I think uh, we need to also appreciate the organizers of the SADMAS, and we, we want to urge our people to really say to them that even in your own household, as you are busy buying music through digital platforms, let's continue to support our artists who are now struggling due to COVID-19. Let's continue to to be there for them, and we support them so that they can be able to earn a living and continue to sustain Uh, a livelihood that can be uh, economic and also that can help their their families to survive.
0: You know, talking about uh, sustaining your livelihood and uh, being economically viable, the song we opened up with, uh, Paul Nzorv, Brabenzito was Mm -hmm. telling me that when he passed away, he passed away a legend. Yes, we know his Mm -hmm. music, we love his music, but he passed away not having a, a dime to his name. He passed away in a very devastating state. And I think of the current artists, especially traditional musicians. Um, you know, COVID 19 has hit them hard. Um, and there's so much that is uh, difficult for artists right now. The industry has changed. We're no longer are selling CDs. The way we used to things have gone virtual. And that obviously impacts um, quite heavily on those who are traditional musicians in rural areas. Do you have any programs for such musicians to ensure that they get educated on how to not only put themselves on marks, um, like getting nominations at uh, the South African Traditional Music Awards, but also knowing how to handle their money, knowing how to negotiate their contracts, knowing how to advertise themselves, knowing how to utilize these online platforms that are currently used to sell, um, you know, whether it's your crafts or your music?
1: Yes, I'm. I'm in a process of engaging with SIFSA, which is the uh, the organisation, the umbrella body for all the uh, artists' movements that we have uh, in the country, and we also have a Limpopo chapter of SIFSA, where all the artists' movements are affiliated to. Where we are, we are, we are, we are, we are at as the department. We are busy. Consolidating a database. My primary focus is more on those up-and-coming artists who are not yet established. And now, when you look at the effect of COVID-19, it's difficult for them to can be able to make a living uh, out of this uh, conditions that we find ourselves in. So we are saying to sister that we need to create a database of those. Uh, DJs that are there in our uh, rural areas, those cultural groups, you know, we have got uh, cultural groups almost in all the districts that we have in the province. We need to have a database of those cultural groups so that now when we say these artists must be able to innovate, they need to be able to adapt with the way of doing things now due to COVID, where everything now has to go digital. We need to know where are we going as, as government and also as the department. And we are busy really uh, uh, consolidating that database. Once we have the database, we know that uh, we will be able to arrange training and part and parcel of the training that we are arranging for them is more on financial management, Patricia, because our artist, you Excellent. have mentioned here that Paul Mdlovu, when he passed on, yes, he was a legend. Yes, his music is still being celebrated, but is there anything that we can put on the table for uh, for us to showcase to the family of Paul to today? This is what uh, your brother, your father has left as a legacy for you to continue to, to, to thrive. So we really need to workshop them on how to manage their finances. I also spoke with uh, Master Keiji when he started with the Jerusalem, Jerusalem uh, Dance Challenge. He came and presented his awards that he have won. And I said, Master Keiji, you are now going to be in the international space. Please don't allow fame to make you to forget where you come from and who you are. Because he's a young man from Bulovedu, but look now, his songs, his music is occupying the international church. But we don't want to see artists like this one that are now making us proud. When they pass on or when they depart from this planet, we have to run around and uh, deal with issues of uh, how are we going to bury them, how are we going to give them a dignified send-off and all that. So we we are trying our level best to teach our artists to say we need to plan our things properly. Financial management is one of the trainings that we are uh, earmarking for us to, to deliver for our people in the creative arts space. And even those who are in the fashion industry Uh, Patricia. You know, we have got talent in that space of uh, fashion designing. Yes, we are are in the Heritage Month. You have seen everywhere. It was over the long weekend, it was weddings, there were events everywhere. But when you look at the cultures, when you look at the colors that were displayed, people went all out and, uh, and donned their cultural and and, 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 and and traditional outfits. Where did they get those, those items from? From there, people who are in their corners, in their townships, in their rural areas, and we really need to tap into those skills of those people that they have in the fashion designing uh, industry, and we can be able to work together with the Department of Trade and Industry and be able to take that skill that talent into the international market. Of course, we have got platforms that are now created already. You you have seen uh, that uh, in 2018, our Department of Sport, Arts and Culture at the
2: national level
1: has managed to launch the fashion forum wherein we are targeting the BRICS market. And I'm speaking here, Patricia, when we have taken several fashion designers to the the brick session extravaganza. And we want to see many more of our fashion designers from uh, rural areas who are busy doing crafts, of course, utilizing their African print material, being the ones that are given that exposure so that we can be able to market ourselves in the international space. So when you speak artists, you are not only speaking about music, you are also speaking about those in the fashion industry, those who can be able to make poems in their own indigenous languages. So those are the kind of conversations that I'm having with SISA as a province of Limpopo to say what is it that you can offer to the international community as a province of Limpopo. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, it seems there's a lot that is happening, and I'm very excited and thrilled about it. Um, A-teamers, please remember, in order for you to be able to interact, uh, we've only got uh, another minute or so with the um, MEC Moraga. Who is um, from uh, the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture in Limpopo? We are excited that uh, traditional musicians in Limpopo have been given the opportunity and uh, they are now one of the top uh, nominated because they've received so many nominations from the Limpopo province from the South African Traditional Music Awards. If you'd like to join in, 0117142006 or you can WhatsApp 0614104107. On the line, I've got Ibrahim. Um, ATM Abraham, good evening.
2: Hello, how are you?
0: Strong, thank you. Please ask your Did question you know, or comment.
2: Okay, what I wanted to see like this is like these New people, yes, he was talking that sometimes they die without nothing, nothing, you see. Mm. I think the problem is not like what we had, like sort of like America, we had somebody has sold 1 million, 3 million CDs or like this. Here it would be a very problem, not only here in South Africa, but in in Africa, because there is no people. They you, you find out the real one of the the, the, the music. It might sell in 200 CDs, but the other people who just uh, this copyright and uh, record and start selling, that are the ones which makes this musician people fall because they can't. They, they they can't sell their CD because there are some people selling on, on them on, on very cheap and they're not the, the original ones. So if it was like other countries like America and other like Britain, they arrest such kind of people and it's very really prohibited that you won't sell them.
0: Mm. Ibrahim, thank you very much for calling in very important uh, thing to note there uh, that of piracy music piracy mm-hmm. especially even our designers i mean you 'll see designers who have uh, you know posted on social media and then someone wants to reenact that particular design without going to the original design so it's one of those things that we need to protect our you know South African artists and uh, cultural um, activists from. Emissi, what are your closing uh, comments? Uh, I
1: think uh, we'll have to look into that issue that Ibrahim is is raising, the copyright for all our musicians. Uh, It needs to be protected. But it also starts with us as individuals. Patricia, we play music in our households. We play music in our cars. Why do we allow ourselves to play a music that is not authentic, a music that uh, is illegal. So I think we need to start there and support our artists. If it means for you to support Makazi, you need to download music. Let's do that because it it, it, it was not uh, uh, given freely for Makazi to produce that, that hit. It was not a freebie. Masakeji to enter into the studio and put together a song that will make everyone dance to it up to the international level. So I think it's high time we need to engage also with SAMRO to say if radio stations are playing music for our artists, what is the percentage that you are giving back to our artists that uh, the music is being played in our various? Uh, radio station. So I think those are the kind of information we really need to start looking into. Of course, CISA needs to come on board and assist us in this regard. But I also want to say to our people that we need to really continue to celebrate this month of heritage, even beyond the, the 24th of of September. Heritage Day to me needs to be every day of the three sixty five days that we have in the calendar year. How we eat, how we speak, how we dress and 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 also how we teach our children in our households needs to reflect a society that is very conscious of its culture, a society that is very conscious of its heritage, that is also proud of wanting to practice that heritage even for future generations to come. You have listened to the president when he was addressing the National Heritage Day. He said, as parents, let's continue to have our children spending time with the elderly citizens so that they can be able to inculcate certain skills and certain cultures in the minds of those children so that we do away with this phenomenon that says the youth of today They are a lost generation. You have seen over the weekend the performances of the cultural groups that were there at the Satman Music uh, Awards ceremony. It was young people uh, donned in their traditional outfits, and we really need to really urge on to our young people to say, you need to go back to the roots, you need to go back to the process of practicing your culture, your heritage, not only on the 24th of September, but throughout the the days of the year. And thanks very much, Patricia, for having uh, called us to have this conversation with you this evening. And thanks to your listeners as well.
0: We really appreciate your time, uh, MEC, and congratulations to all you nominated artists in Limbobo. Congratulations on the great strides that you are making as a department.
1: Thank you very much.